0: Welcome to Season 2 of Between the Reads, where we share and celebrate Black, independently published authors. We get in between the pages of books and discuss characters, share writing tips, and talk about the importance of being Black indie authors. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You can help us shine the light on the amazing authors showcased here by sharing this podcast with your friends and family, rating it on your preferred podcast app, or by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash between the reeds. Are you ready, boos and bros? Then sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Raquel Henry is a Trinidadian writer, editor, and writing coach with an MFA from Fairleigh Dickinson University. She spent six years as an English professor and currently owns the writing studio Writers Atelier in Maitland, Florida. In 2010, Raquel co-founded Black Fox Literary Magazine, where she still serves as an editor and recently joined Voyage YA Journalist Editor-in-Chief. Since 2013, Raquel has presented and moderated panels at writing conferences, residencies, and private writing groups across the U.S. She is the author of Holiday on Park, Letter to Santa, and the Writer's Atelier Little Book of Writing Affirmations, Writer's Atelier Books 2018. Her fiction, poetry, and nonfiction have appeared in Lotus Eater Magazine, Reaching Beyond the Saguaros, a collaborative prosymmetric travelogue, Serving House Books 2017, We Can't Help It If We're From Florida, Borough Press 2017, MoCo Caribbean Arts and Letters, among others. When she's not writing, editing, or coaching writers, you can find her watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Raquel, welcome to Between (laughs) the Reads. (laughs) Thanks so much, Audra. Thank you for having me. Yes, that was a mouthful. Even though I practiced and practiced
1: it, I still messed up. (laughs) I am so sorry. As you were reading it, I'm like, whoa, maybe I should like simplify this
0: Well we gotta let a lot. people know. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's not so much that it's a lot. It's like, you know, 'cause I when I when I was looking up, I was like, Okay, I need to make sure I'm pronouncing Atelier right. So I went to Google and was like, Okay, how do you pronounce this word? And, you know, it gives you like the little sound pronunciation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had to I had to look it up as well because my sister actually is the one who named my company. Okay. <laughs> Said, I'm, glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not. You know how I remember it, though? Atelier? How? Like, I okay. remember Y-A-Y. Yay.
0: Okay, oh, Atelier. There you go, there you go. <laughs> all right, now, now it'll be stuck in my head. Now I will make yeah. sure that I remember how to do it. So, let's talk about your writing studio, Writers Atelier. Sure. What was the inspiration for this project?
1: So... I mean, you know, I, I wanted to start the studio for various reasons, but, you know, I kind of got it in my head after uh, my MFA program, which, you know, it was what's called a low residency program. And so that means that, you know, we'd go for the semester for uh, roughly like, say, 10 days or so to kind of get an intensive with instructors and um sit through seminars and things like that. And then the rest of the program would be online for the remaining part of the semester. And then we'd do it again the following semester and so forth. Okay. And so what I was finding was that I was missing all of my writing friends. I I didn't know anybody where I was in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only time that I would have interaction with writers would be when I would go to residency. And okay. so I go there and come back home and look around and realize like, where are all my writing friends? And I really just wanted to build a place, you know, that was basically a community. Mm -hmm. And um, if you look at places like some of the bigger ones, like Grub Street and Gotham and the Loft Literary Center, we didn't have anything like that in Orlando. And so... Um, I had been, the company really started as an editing company. So I was editing freelance editing books. And I was like, I want to grow this into something that's more of a community based thing. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so that's how it started. I just, you know, I started researching, I would follow some of those bigger literary centers. And I just always had a dream of doing it. And here we are.
0: (laughs) Wow. So you basically did like a business version of what Toni Morrison said, where she said, if, you know, write the book you want to read, you basically created the service that you wanted to see.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted that in Orlando and that's, that's what I tried. I at least tried to do.
0: (laughs) So you have an online school Mm -hmm. on your website and some classes are live events and Mm -hmm. some are on-demand classes. Why don't you share some of the classes that you provide for writers?
1: Sure. Um, So the, I will say the live classes, we've sort of slowed down a little bit just because of the pandemic. Um, Most of our live classes used to be in person at our studio in here in, um, well, it's in Maitland, which is sort of a suburb of Orlando. Um, And I, have slowed down a little bit on that front um, but our on-demand classes um, we have a few things available right now um, like Amy Parker's um, plotting your prose course which is it contains several lessons that uh, writers can do self-paced okay Um, that's one of my favorites it's actually really helpful okay Um, if especially if you struggle with plotting your stories Um, she's such a talented writer Um, And then we have an email marketing course and we also have another one called um, the Write meditation, which combines meditation and writing so sort of um, just like the, you know, the calm app, if you've ever done the calm app, it's kind of like that but it's geared the meditations are geared for writers.
0: It wow. sort of addresses
1: all of the things that we struggle with as writers.
0: Okay. Like, you know,
1: stress and anxiety and imposter syndrome, that kind of thing.
0: Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I might have to go take that class myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. It's and the instructor's awesome. She's part of our community and she's a certified yoga and meditation instructor and everything. So oh,
0: wow. Okay. So what makes your courses stand out from places like Udemy.com?
1: So what makes ours stand out is that, well, first we really try at Writer's Atelier to one, vet our instructors. So I, list, I work with them closely on the courses. Um, okay. And I also like have to, I don't want to say like approve, but I basically go through and take it myself. And if it's not something that I would take myself, I would not put it up or and I wouldn't have it available. Um Also, I really try for the boutique experience at the studio. So when you take a writer's atelier course, you're not going to just be left by yourself. Um, All of our courses, um, the ones that are on demand, they're self-paced, but we have a community that's attached to the studio. So at any point, if a writer wanted, they could join our community. They could also reach out to me. I also ask that my instructors be accessible, too. So Mm -hmm. they're also able to contact instructors if they have any questions or if they just want to say, you know, just reach out to connect with them in any way. They're able to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. We we try not to leave people by the wayside. We're not just trying to like take money from people and not help them. We really care about helping writers and we really care about the community aspect.
0: Right. So tell us a little bit about the services that Writers Atelier provides for writers who come in and
1: sure so um well editing is our number one service and it's because you know we started that way um we provide mostly book editing for fiction though we cover um we do a little bit of non fiction we're so, a little bit selective on the non fiction but we do non fiction also mm-hmm. um but mostly fiction and we also provide coaching so okay. if a writer needs help, you know, figuring out their publishing path or, you know, they just want to sit and have a consult maybe and ask questions. We have that service available. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the classes, right. The classes essentially are also a service. Um, right. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So
0: let's, let's go back a little bit and talk about coaching for writers. How does Mm -hmm. the coaching for writers differ from editing services?
1: So with coaching, you're actually sitting, and it's really just me right now because I will admit I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> so for coaching, only I do the coaching. Um, I do have uh, one or two editors on my team that work on projects when I feel like it's outside of my scope. So, for example, I'm not really versed in horror, or you know, maybe like fantasy. So I have editors who are better versed in those genres Um, if we do have something that comes across our desk that I feel like would be better served elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But editing is really like written form. So I will go through a manuscript and actually make comments about what's working, what's not, and um, also do line edits. So correcting grammar and things like that. With Mm -hmm. coaching, we're really more so sitting down on a video call and having a, an open discussion. So mm. I can review pages for a writer, but then we can have a conversation about it.
0: And so what are some of the types of things that you talk about when you when you do a coaching session?
1: Some of the things I talk about. So like publishing path is one that's pretty common. So writers wondering if they should, should um, self-publish or traditionally publish or be a hybrid author. Mm-hmm. Um other things that are more craft related sometimes writers just want a, a person to sit with and discuss the direction of their story and make sure they're on the right track mm-hmm. so um, like I have one consistent client who writes romance and we she usually has me help her with the plot the actual plot of the story
0: okay
1: because um, she often gets stuck um, so. That's what. That's something else we discuss. Um, honestly, anything that's writing or publishing related. Okay. Those are things that I can answer in a coaching session.
0: So if someone does say, I want to do the self-publishing route, do you have resources that you point them to to help them with everything from like, obviously you can do the mm-hmm. editing, but like the book cover and the getting it printed and walking them through, you will you walk them through that whole process?
1: Absolutely, yes. Oh. And we use... Um, some of our community members mm-hmm. are really who we refer out, and it's just because, again, I really try not to refer places, and it's not to be, you know, bougie or anything, right? Like right. That. <laughs> um, but I, I want to, I want to refer people who I trust. Yes, absolutely. Um, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I use um, mostly people who are part of our community, and we do have. Um, A cover designer who's, she's actually part of the Writers Atelier team.
0: Oh, that's great. And
1: she does amazing work.
0: (laughs) So really Um, someone could come in then and really be referred mm -hmm. to all the services that they need right there in-house. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: That's great. That's great. So (laughs) Writers Atelier also offers all different kinds of workshops and events tell Mm us you know I know things have been impacted by COVID we'll talk a little bit about that too but tell us about some of the events that you've hosted in the past
1: in the past let's see oh my gosh where to start it's like seven years worth of of (laughs) um let's see well one of my favorite classes to teach is Instagram for writers um okay and that's usually a live class that I teach um I'm actually in the process of getting that one online so that it's more on demand, but I've, in the past I've taught it in, in, at the studio. Um, I also like, let's see the first ever class we had, we'll go all the way back, uh, was one called, um, voice in finding your voice in writing. And it was taught by three YA authors that I love. Um, That was a good one. Um, Oh my gosh, it's just been so many. We taught, I mean, we taught (laughs) Amazon ads on your website.
0: Like you guys had, like kind of like, was it like a potluck thing?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's an event. Yeah. So uh, before COVID, we were doing monthly potluck write-ins, and that's really where writers can just come into the space. It's open and it's free to the public. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to bring a dish or anything if you don't want to, but writers like snacks. <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> you... <laughs> it's more fun to write with snacks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so people would bring stuff and we just have our tables out. Um, we have like tables and chairs, and we usually put push all of them together and make one big like community table. And we all sit and we write, and we usually try to do it with um we usually try to do sprints where it's time, so that it's focused writing time mm-hmm. and then focused breaks. Okay. So we write for like 20 minutes and then have a break mm-hmm. and we hang out and chat, grab food, and then we go back to writing until the end of the event. Oh, nice. So that's, those were fun.
0: Yeah. They looked like yeah. they were fun. I was like, ooh, if only I was in Florida.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the community loves it because we, do, we don't We do charge for that. We That's oh, wow. a totally free event that we just open up the space to everybody that wants to come that's great
0: so since COVID has happened how have you adapted your services to accommodate writers how has that and how has that impacted your your actual physical space
1: so I would I I would be lying if I said it was easy (laughs) (laughs) currently right now we're basically paying for an empty space right Um, wow But, um, you know, we've been really, really fortunate because we have um, we had a little bit of an online component before COVID. Mm -hmm. So we weren't like 100 percent online, but we had some things in place like um, our membership, for example. Like we have a general membership through Patreon and that uh, is online, essentially, like you don't need to be here to be a Mm -hmm. member Mm -hmm. um we also had a another program called the right gym which is an accountability and group coaching program and that was also totally online so we've been able to kind of you know get by with membership and then um running periodic online writing classes Mm -hmm. okay so Wow,
0: so now yeah. let's say someone's just walking past, you know, mm-hmm. and, and in a world where there's no COVID, and <laughs> they can just, we go back? Can we, please? I, I really need to. I really need to. Me too. Let's just say someone's walking past, do 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 and they see Writers' Atelier. Can they just come in and sit down and write?
1: Um. So before, okay. So yeah, before COVID. Um, we would open on certain days Mm -hmm. and have what's called writing hours. Okay. And so people would register and we did charge for that um, because you get a dedicated desk and everything Mm -hmm. um, when you come in. Okay. And we would be open for a certain amount of hours on certain certain days and writers could do that at those times, yes. Okay. Okay. Because sometimes I'm there and I'm – like I would meet with clients too – Okay. I would coach clients and stuff like that. So we didn't have like regular business hours. It was dedicated times for people to come in and write basically. Okay.
0: And so now I want to talk a little bit about, you have videos called motivational minutes on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about those. So motivational minutes, So that started with one of our team members, uh, Paige Lavoie and, I am really big on mindset work. Um, okay. I didn't mention that before, but you know, one of the ways when I first started that I wanted to stand out, there were writing studios, you know, teaching about writing, of course, but yeah. I wanted to be a little bit different. And at the time, not very many people were talking about like mindset work as it relates to writing and writers.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, I started discussing that kind of thing. And I am really, really big on motivation and inspiration, because I think that's part of mindset work, when right? You're sort of staying connected in that way, um, to motivation, then you're going to want to produce, right? And you're going to want to keep writing. Um, and sometimes you just need a little message, honestly, to get yourself back on track. Right. Um, and so motivational minutes started that way. And it's really just literally a a video that's a minute long um Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like a minute and a half Uh Um, but it's about a minute long and it's basically motivation for writers in that amount of time
0: awesome and so people can just look up motivational minutes on youtube
1: yep and um our on our youtube channel it's uh youtube.com slash c slash writers atelier and you'll find all of them there Right. We have over 130. So. Wow! Yeah,
0: I noticed that. I was kind of going through them. I actually went down a rabbit hole because when I was kind of doing research to, you know, formulate my questions, I saw that. and I was like, oh, and I'm before I knew it, I was sitting there just watching videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, you like them. <laughs> oh, I did. I love them. I love them, and I think that's a that's a niche that you have because, you know, there's one thing that writers need its inspiration and it's mindset too because you know everybody can say that they're a writer or that they want to be a writer, but when you Mm -hmm. actually get into the nitty-gritty of it, it's a very solitary thing, you know, And, and it can be um overwhelming, especially, you know, if you're writing, you know, something that's like a difficult topic or that requires a lot of research, or maybe you just don't have supportive people around you. It can it can be challenging. So you you have found, you have tapped into something that we really need beyond just like the memes and the, the Instagram posts. So I really enjoy it.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. That's why we do it. Yes,
0: absolutely. So now tell us about the writer's atelier little book of writing affirmations.
1: Oh yeah. So that I put together. Because I, again, I'm, I'm big on mindset work and affirmations is a really big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say those affirmations to myself mm-hmm. and often, like, write them down again and again. Um, uh, it's all part of mindset work. And I just, I wanted to share it. I right. I didn't know if anybody would even care or buy it, but I put it out there because I said, well, it helps me. Maybe it might help somebody else.
0: Okay. so. Okay. So, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give us a motivational <laughs> minute.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Ah,
0: you can do it. Come on.
1: Oh my god, a motivational
0: minute on yes. the spot. On the oh spot. God. Give us Let me see. Let me think. If, would me... it
1: be cheating if I talked about one that I was planning? No, absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay, so this is what I was planning, and it's because my friend messaged me um she was she's a writer too, and she was looking around at the success of a bunch of other writers mm-hmm. and she's like sort of on her own path. she's wanting to do these certain kinds of writing, which is like screenwriting and comics, and she kept seeing that people were getting movie deals mm-hmm. from their books, so she's like, should I just stop what I'm doing and and start writing books uh-huh. and I told her to stop looking around at what everybody else is doing and to focus specifically on what she's doing and be consistent
0: uh-huh.
1: if you are consistent and you do the work you will get to where you want to get uh-huh. the the I think a lot of writers get into trouble with, when they start jumping paths uh-huh. you see this path that someone else is doing and you you jump on it uh-huh. and that's not gonna work because it's not your path right you have to take your own path and there are like a million paths to writing success Mm -hmm. um and you got to stay focused and be on your path don't worry about what anybody else is doing just stay on your path be consistent do the work and you will eventually get to where you want to get to
0: see you did it hopefully that was helpful. (laughs) Absolutely. It was because, you know, I think in this age of social media, we do a lot of comparison, you know, and, and comparison is the thief of joy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times I think what people don't realize is that they're there and I'm not throwing shade on people, but there are people who can say, yes, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this, but we don't really know if it's real or not. You know, a lot of people post things that, you know, just as they say, Mm -hmm. just stunt for the gram and it's, it's not actually what's going on, you know, and they're they're, they're doing it for the likes. And then there are people who are doing it and they're posting about their success, but you have to remember, I always liked that little picture with, you know, just the tip of the iceberg showing out of the water. And then it's that, you know author's success and then mm-hmm. under the water there's this huger part of the rock and there's work yeah. like rejection and you know uh editing and scrapping yes the book, you know all this so people see on social media we tend to see you know people's successes and we compare to that and for a lot of people it actually stunts them from Mm -hmm. actually doing what they need to do because they're looking at what everybody else is doing. And like you said, they're jumping from this path to that path and then they're wondering why they're not inspired. And it's like, well, because you're not on the path that you were originally on, you're trying to do something that you saw somebody
1: else do. Exactly. And the other thing too is that there's this saying, right? Like don't compare your day one to somebody else's like day 1,000. I'm just throwing random numbers out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're all... Doing things differently, and, and for some people, you you never know. Sometimes somebody gets instant success, mm-hmm. it, or it at least seems like instant success, and then there might be a period where they sort of slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. and they might not have success for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. we're on so many different journeys, and we, I think, one of the biggest things and one of the most important things that a writer can do is just embrace their own journey absolutely your time will come i promise if mm-hmm. you just stay at it mm-hmm.
0: yep exactly exactly so you also have a revision workbook for writers can you tell us a little yeah. bit more about that
1: yeah so the revision workbook is underneath um so we, i kind of like to think of writers Tilly as several br- like we have branches right mm-hmm. And so one of our branches is we have a publishing arm and we have some more workbooks planned. Um, We had, again, we had to slow down because of COVID, Mm -hmm. Um, but we have some more workbook plans for the upcoming year. And um, this revision workbook is part of that arm and it was written by an author uh, named Ariel Hoy. And um, it's honestly, we were finding that writers were coming into the studio and getting stuck in the revision process mm-hmm. um, that's actually one of the biggest challenges we see for writers um, it's either they can't get the first draft down or they're really good at drafting and they can't seem to get past the revision stage mm, okay. and so we created that revision workbook to sort of uh, combat that you know and to yeah help them.
0: yeah absolutely sounds like another thing of yours that I need to absolutely get <laughs>
1: I'm really proud of it it was it was um the the writer who wrote I and I worked with her I I edited it but she was she is the one who came up with you know how to put everything together and mm -hmm. she did a really good job. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah because I think that's where we also can get stuck as writers is in the revisions and you know constantly revising and and there's you know there are books out there about editing but you know uh, to my knowledge, sure. I haven't run across any that are, you know, workbooks for actually revising your book.
1: Mm-hmm. So again,
0: you you've caught another little niche there that, <laughs> that, that <Yeah>. we need.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, I was looking up, comp, like, you know how, it's always a good idea to look up like comp titles mm-hmm. or whatever you want to put out. And mm-hmm. we really didn't find any for that. Like we mm-hmm. saw the editing books but there wasn't really a revision workbook so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so tell us how about your memberships and how readers and writers out there can support writers atelier
1: sure um so we have a general membership on patreon and that is tiered um so if you go to our patreon you'll see kind of like what's available in Mm -hmm. each of the tiers Mm -hmm. um and it starts at a dollar and it goes all the way up to, I think, $75. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have a program that kind of is like a membership, but, you know, it's really more of a program. It's called The Right Gym. Okay. And that's an accountability and coaching program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, $15 a month. Mm-hmm. And again, you can find it on our website, What what's offered in it, mm-hmm. um, but there's like a master class every month. There are write-ins every week, mm-hmm. um, check-ins and goal-setting posts every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just to help writers stay on track or, right. you know, sometimes you just kind of fall off the, the <laughs> wagon and and then it takes you forever to get back on. Um, my hope with the program is to um, basically help writers not stay off the horse so long. Right.
0: Yeah okay so i just need to go and uh, there's so much i need to utilize with writers
1: (laughs) (laughs) we try to have something for everyone so i know not everybody will be taking advantage of every single thing we offer but we try to have something for everyone
0: absolutely and you're also an author yeah and Holiday on Park, you said, is your first true independently published book. So tell us a little bit about the book and why you chose to self-publish it.
1: So Holiday on Park, and um, it's, it's a, it's shorter, it's shorter than a novel. So it's really like a novel at its Mm -hmm. not quite novel length. Okay. But I first of all, I really like writing short.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so
1: that's right, that's why I went that route. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I am obsessed with Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay,
0: um, yay! I'm I finally just... found somebody else who is too.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you are. Yes! We have to talk about this on yes! right. We have to talk about Yes, it. yes. Um, but I'm obsessed and I, you know. Hallmark. watching hallmark came about at, at a place where you know at a time in my life where it was really kind of dark mm-hmm. and it just i feel like it was partially responsible for saving me and i just started watching these movies and became more and more obsessed like mm-hmm. to the point where like my tv does not move from the hallmark channel <laughs> <laughs> i know everything about them i sometimes can actually even tell what movie is playing based on the background oh, music wow <laughs> okay you're really serious with it yeah, i really love hallmark um and so i was like wouldn't it be cool to kind of write a story like this right mm-hmm. um the same way that i watch these movies someone could read a story like this mm-hmm. and it made sense because one, I like to write short, but also for me, the novelettes are a way for people to read them in one sitting. Like you can read it in one sitting the same way you would watch a movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I chose independent because I I'm a hybrid author. So I do have my foot in the traditional realm and I have an agent Mm -hmm. and we are working on projects that will go the traditional route. But I really wanted the control of this because I wanted to tell these stories the way I wanted to tell them. And I actually kind of like the process of indie publishing. Like Mm -hmm. I love choosing the cover and getting the story ready for editing and Mm -hmm. getting it to formatting and um, planning the launch and, you know, just growing and learning as a writer, growing my audience, all of that stuff. I love the indie side of things. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing
0: like it. You know, I published my first book when I was, you know, in during COVID when I turned 50 and, you know, just having all of that control and, you know, working Mm -hmm. with the book cover designer and then the graphic designer who added the fonts to the artwork and just me being in control of all of that. It was just like, I, I couldn't do traditional Even if they came at me with a truckload of money, I would have to really think about it. I really would. Because there's nothing like, you know, just having control over all of that and not having someone change your story, not having someone telling Mm -hmm. you that this is going to make someone uncomfortable, not having someone tell you that, you know, well, this cover, you know, might not attract a certain type of audience. And I'm just like, it's going to attract who it's meant for, you know, and you couldn't do that if you were traditionally
1: published. Exactly. And you know what else, too, that's great about indie is that if something doesn't work, Mm -hmm. it's so easy for you to adjust. Yes. You can change the cover. You could go back and change the story if you really wanted to. You could adjust pricing and Mm -hmm. all that. You can't really have that experience with traditional publishing. It's not that easy to do. Yeah. to do those things nope
0: it's not it's not and 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 also you have the power to put it out when you're ready to put it out versus with them Mm -hmm. it's you know I've I've had I've talked to authors who said yeah my book is done it's ready you know the publisher said you know it's good to go and then they're like it's coming out in two years I'm like
1: (laughs) yeah two what two years (laughs) it's a long way and I and I'll be honest you know to get the agent it took me seven years wow seven years that's crazy. Yeah, of 92 rejections.
0: <laughs> See?
1: <laughs> thick skin. Like, you got to have thick skin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, did, I tried getting my book published a traditional route for, I think, two years. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm
1: doing this, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't, you know, there's something liberating, too, about that. The, I, 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 that's part of also what I want to teach writers is that they have so much power. Right they have so much power that they don't even realize, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, I love that about indie publishing. There's so much power in it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, especially if you, if you're teamed with the right people, it can, it's, it's an empowering thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, you can say, you know, I did that. Yeah. You had a team of people, but it's like, you were the head person. They were your choices. Everyone came to you for direction. And yes, they gave their input and, you know, made suggestions, but ultimately, you did that. Like, it's your choices. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So where can we find you on social media and the internet?
1: Um, On social media, my, like, my author side and kind of, like, my more personal side is mm-hmm. my name. I'm at my name on everything. Okay. <laughs> so RaquelHenry.com. Okay. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all under Raquel Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for writers Atelier it's writers atelier dot com and then everything is under writers' Atelier, so Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook all mm-hmm. under writers Atelier.
0: And for anyone that doesn't know how to spell it, it's A T E L I E R. So, writers' atelier. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we have come to the end of our show. I'm so glad that we were able to get this episode done because we had to cancel it because you had an emergency. I'm so glad you were able to come back, and for being willing to come back, you know, I'm I'm so thankful for you.
1: Thank you for being accommodating and fitting me in. I know you're a busy, busy woman, so.
0: Listen, so are you. So I'm glad you were able to make time in your schedule for me.
1: (laughs) It's a love fest. Yes,
0: absolutely. It's a love fest. And you all know how I do at the end of every show. I'm going to leave you with a quote. And this time it's from the late and very great Toni Morrison. And she said, The ability of writers to imagine what is not the self. To familiarize the strange and mystify the familiar is the test of their power. Until next time, y'all, you know what to do. Grab a book and read, and I'm out. You've been listening to Between the Reads. I'm your host, Audra Russell. Thanks for lending me your ear. This week's episode was brought to you by loyal Patreon supporters, author DL White, whose warm romantic fiction featuring Black men and women can be found at booksbydlwhite.com. Xanthines, all natural products for the home, bath, and body, which you can find at xanthines.com. That's x-a-n-t-h-i-n-e-s.com. Paper Chase Publications, giving you books that are the ultimate in urban literature, which you can find at paperchasepublications.com, compelling love stories, complex characters, and bold social commentary written by A.J. Ross, whose books you can find on Amazon.com, author Mark Avery, that's Mark with a C, whose writing tips and humor can be found at authormarkavery on Instagram, and by melaninlibrary.com bringing some melanin to your pages by giving you an ever-growing database of books by Black authors, because why not? Tune in next week for another episode of Between the Reads.